Yeah. Uh, I mm. like that. I like mm. that Atticus is in jail right now. And you, you just ruined the, the 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 gag. The gag. The bit. We were going to try to recreate oh. that fantastic people, mix. People don't know what it is. Mm. Well, if if it were to happen again, if somebody were to make another mix of that, we, we and a are lot you of you don't know what we're talking about now. I am now. You're not going to be able to do it because we are going to be nothing but clean, yeah. professional broadcast. Professional, no mumbling or bumbling, no saying the word that starts with U and ends with H. Uh. Mm? Oh, great! The mix <laughs> has begun. <laughs> <laughs> who who made that mix last week? Uh, I only know his like online name. It's uh, Palaka or something. Amazing job, podcast listener who who did that, and uh, I laughed. No okay, one knows what we're talking about. Tyler, why don't you explain what what it is? Should we just start over? No, no. We don't have time. Does it have to be out of here for some mysterious reason? Does it occur to you that every time? We speak right now. We feel like we might be setting ourselves up. That's why I'm going to speak in nothing but full, complete, explain what it is like the King's speech. I believe you've made the right choice. A internet user who is a listener of our show sent us a video or posted a video to his SoundCloud of a uh, episode that he dubbed the Unpatreon bonus. Daniel Park. So this is for people, I guess. Punishment for people who don't subscribe to our Patreon. He suggested that this is what we post every week now. And it's a just a collection of all our ums, ahs, uh. Daniel like. went through last week's episode, and every time he heard a stutter or stammer, which there are many of them, he isolated it, pulled it to a separate file, and then was smart enough to make also uh, throw in some actual words. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyler doing the Chinese guy. And we I've listened to it three times. I listened to it in the car uh, with Kevin and AJ uh, in between Seattle and Portland. Because I'm like, I, I want to make sure this isn't just me thinking it's funny. And we were all laughing. It wasn't just oh, me. Oh, good, good. Because I, I Plus actually... Plus you get that full stereo in the car. It really, yeah, really yeah. punches it's it It's surround up. sound. Yeah. He mixed it in five in Atmos. Dolby Atmos five. But what happened, like, uh, it was just embarrassing. Because the first, like, 30 seconds was nothing but me stuttering yeah. and stammering. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, believe me, I found some relief in that. I'm like, oh, I'm glad. But I then wasn't you guys me. started going too, I know, I which know. is nice. But then, like, I would, I would laugh. I go, oh, this is kind of funny. And then I'm like, all right, it's over. I'm not, I'm not laughing anymore. And then I would slip into actually believing, like, what if this was the show and we just were trying to actually get on track and we were this bad at it? And then it became hilarious. And I was literally giggling. I listen, I was listening to it in the back of a car. Uh, uh, on my headphones and there's three uh, there's four of us in the car and they're all kind of like what the fuck's wrong with this guy in the back seat <laughs> giggling like a schoolgirl. and I, what an impossible thing to explain I know <laughs> uh, it's a podcast I'm, I'm listening, listening to myself, myself not be able to say sentences with yeah. my co-host courtesy of the stranger and his editing prowess mm. so, Daniel Park very good job so yeah, thank you we, very much should we insert it right here I think we should maybe save it to the end okay stay tuned to the end I think it still might lose people if we insert it right now. What if they just jumped into the podcast, didn't pay attention to this, oh, and but then what they if, just get that? We could also we'll be blue-balling them right now, though. They're like, here's what okay. we do. We'll put it in right now. No, 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 no. No. Thanks, for, put, thanks for putting it in right there, Mike. No, I think no, that was great. No, we did not that do that. That was so funny. We just slip into it, uh, and we'll all know with eye contact at mm-hmm. some point in the show, it'll just begin, and people won't know until it's actually going on. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is it. Okay. This must be it. I like uh, that better. This is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll pick it. No, no, no. Tyler <laughs> <laughs> oh, just gave us the You're the, the worst. You're the worst undercover or the, the worst uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven guy ever. Eye contact. He opened his eyes very wide and just darted them back and forth. So, Mike, when do you got to leave here? I don't have to leave here. I'm supposed to meet someone at 12 o'clock at the uh, Disneyland thing. 
to shoot some stuff. It's not around the corner. That's like 30 minutes away. No, yeah. it's not that far. Yeah. I just drove past it. But I was supposed to be there at 12, and I and it's just up in the air now. I said I'm going to get there as soon no, it's as still still possible. Yeah. They didn't move it. I went on Sunday, and the line was 200 people. I saw long. a photo of that online. Well, yeah. That's probably the worst day to go. Yeah. You'd have yeah. to imagine. I yeah. kind of want to go. It's good. What it is, it's the D- Disney pop-up. This, uh, this this poor soul who's uh, obsessed with Disney more than Mike Carano is. Truly poor now, obsessing, I think. Obsessing about Disney for the, the last number of years. And uh, he has uh, uh, collected many, many expensive items, and now he's showing them and selling some of them at a uh, uh, what, are they, what are they called? A big box store next to yeah. Petco. Did, did you did you by chance look inside of it? No, I drove by it and said I don't ever want to go there, but I bet Mike would. It's hey, like, how, did you, how about you hand that Lacroix to, to Mike because that's for Mike. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things you go. First of all, for me at least, as a Disney did you get in guy? No, no, I'm going today. Uh, but uh, why don't we talk about it next week after you've gone? Okay, let's talk about it next week. We'll, we'll, we we'll play it. We'll play the part when we talk about it next week. As right, a right here. Right, right. We'll put right. it back in here. Yeah. Make eye contact. Right here. No. Okay. I like how we get quiet when we do eye contact. <laughs> Dumb. Again, Did we're you? the worst Ocean's Eleven guys ever. <laughs> what were you going to say though? About I was going to say it's uh, like I looked Carano's in there. Three. And Someone make that poster, Scott. The, I guess so. not <laughs> just the size of this person's collection. The real question I have whenever I see this kind of stuff because there was a Disneyland auction about five years ago that was similar but not as big as this. Where the guy had stuff, you're like, how'd you get that? I know. I how saw- did you get the original pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean, the one drinking the wine, the most infamous of all the pirates? How did you? Who at Disneyland the that one the day said, "Hey, do you want this?" Are you sure they did? And he didn't just wear galoshes. I don't know. I don't know. But this this guy, this collection, the Waiters. guy has Wellingtons. The guy has the D Wellies. from the original Disneyland hotel sign from the fifties. And it's like 30 feet tall, and it's in that room. Mm. And he also has all the original posters. And I don't mean the posters, room. the ones from Disneyland. He has the originals. Okay. He I has a Space Mountain car. He has an mm. uh, um, uh, Adventure Through Inner Space car. He has a Matterhorn car. He has a Skyway car. How do you get those? He's got a weird melted Snow White. <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> no. There's this like deformed Early Snow White was, that looks like she has a goiter on her neck. She's, she was in the sun for too long? I don't know what happened, but it's very strange. I don't understand the allure and the fact that there's so many people are lining up when Disneyland is like... The real one's like 20 yeah. minutes farther away. It's it's a nostalgia. 20 like, minutes farther away? Maybe yeah. in the <laughs> middle of the night, like 20 an hour and a half farther away? <laughs> in the middle of the night in the Batmobile. Minutes. Great. It's like maybe an hour farther There's away. There's a guy you know, that lives in my street. neighborhood that we're, we all know. And, uh, the guy How is that? What? How do we all know someone in your neighborhood? Sandy Gans. Oh. He lives exactly no where I live one block no away. No idea. Sandy Gans was Donnie's partner back in the day for yeah. the uh, Ace Network. But uh, Sandy used to go to Disneyland oh. with his kid a lot. And he goes, eh, it takes us 40 minutes. And I was like, well, who are you talking about? 40 minutes? It's, it's never taken me story. less than an hour and 15 from Studio City. Never R- less. Carpooling, baby. I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Either way, I'm going there. Should I be concerned, guys? I got a phone call the other About day. About everything all the time? The IRS is coming for no, you. No, this is you a You are one. under arrest. This is some dude from we Colorado. We are calling from Visa. Please call back soon as possible. Dude, dude called from Colorado. I actually answered mm-hmm. it because it was from Colorado. I thought it might have been somebody I knew. There was a bobcat on my porch. And he said, yeah, what is this? And he was kind of like uh, aggressive. And mm-hmm. I said, uh, this is a phone number that you called? <laughs> and he got, uh, w- but what, what, is your, what is your business? So I'm like, this is fucking weird. Filmmaker? I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. What are you calling about, man? He's like, a charge on my credit card. I'm like, oh, well, I did you come to see a screening at uh, in Colorado a couple weeks ago? A screening? Like a movie screen? I didn't buy a movie screen. I'm like, All right, what, what's going on, dude? He said, I got charged by something called Miami Beach or something, and the phone number they had listed on my credit card statement was yours. And I said, that's not me. 
I love I love the residual effect of people pulling scams where they just have to pull a number out of their out of thin air. Dude, just that, to, is that what it is? Oh, probably. Like, who do I call? I don't call my like credit card we company. I don't call T-Mobile. Who do we, I call? If we were scamming somebody on a low-level dumb guy scam, we would just attach a phone number to a call us if you have any questions. And the guy probably randomly picked a number. Yeah. And now you might get I a think, flood of calls I think from you, people. I think you just call the number attached to that company. Try to get a hold of them. Well, I don't remember the number. And he, he was, <laughs> no, you know no, what? I, the joke is that you'd be calling yourself. Oh, I'd be calling myself. <laughs> oh, I see. I thought no, but I thought I could Google the number. What is this? What the is name this? of the place. Hello? Hello? Who is Hello? this? Hello? I hear you. I hear I was, you breathing. I was driving home from the gym. I had Atticus in the car, and mm-hmm. I, I felt for the guy because I hate scams and I hate that I was implicated in Can't part you of just it. Just incorporate so Atticus I, into your workout. I spent like, curl him for a while. I do all day. I spent some time talking to this guy, and I'm like, "Here's what you probably want to do." And you know, I was being friendly and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the level of non-satisfaction at the end of it was this. He doesn't say, okay, thanks, or anything. Just hangs up. So I was like in what? mid-sentence. Just uh-huh. hangs up on me. So fuck call, that guy. Call him back. Go, yeah, I'm calling you back. I just did customer service on you. You know what? I should call that guy back. Call him back right now. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm hey, saying. Hey, you're on the show. But can you block your number? <laughs> hey, you're on the show. I can block. Yeah, I can block anything I want. I can block. Problem is, there's so many fuck, fuckhead lame calls coming in now. Uh I'm having a hard time keeping up with the blocking. There's, I like you know phone, what? I got to like, block. I got to unblock my phone too. I've been blocking it lately. Scam blocking likely. your own phone. I've been blocking my number, and and some people won't answer when I when they get the. Uh, mm. Mike, you know. I, I felt I, I was channeling you yesterday, Mike, a okay. little bit at the uh, the PDX, the uh, the Portland airport. Yeah. I I, <clears throat> I have I have problems. I have run-ins with people in public, you know, and and especially customer service issues. Especially mm-hmm. the older I get. Mm-hmm. However, okay. usually like it happens in the moment, and then I let it go, and I move on with my day. I was halfway back to L.A., and I was still fantasizing about hurting this guy. Oh. What I hate him so much. It was and I'm not an sure if this, employee? Yes. I'm not sure if this story is going to actually translate, but if anyone knows a redhead fuck <laughs> who works for American Airlines, a PDX, in the customer service. He's a redhead service, fuck. Younger he's dude, probably mid-20s, probably mid-20s, and okay. he's just got a horrendous attitude. The fact that- Did you get a name? No, and I should have. Ah. I was too, I was too angry. Ah. Like honestly, if we were like on the street, I know what his nickname is. I might have pushed this guy. I might have gotten physical with this guy. Yeah. That's how much hatred I had. So I get dropped off at the airport. Uh, Kevin and AJ were kind enough to drive me from Portland to Seattle. They were already going up there, but then I also drove back with them, and I'm sitting in the back of the car. And it was a nice little road trip. It was actually fun. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have rented a car and been by myself. So far, I'm with you. Fuck that guy. So I say, so they're, they're like, and it was a little bit tight getting to the airport on time because yeah. mm. Seattle and Portland are not nearly as close as they should be. I mean, they are on the map, but they aren't when it's. We're uh, going to move them closer. <laughs> We're going to squish them just a little bit. It took us almost six hours hey, to get to Seattle on Sunday. After the story, we need to explore the idea of somehow just tunneling under cities and moving. Like if you want to go visit Paris, like once every five years, you, like L.A., goes over to Paris and we can just walk over the border and they can visit us we can visit them we need to explore after the, this is done we need to discuss discuss shifting tectonic plates <laughs> wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be so much easier than air travel if we could somehow, no if we could float LA over to like France and we just step we just switch we dr- okay I'm, be like, I'm kind of with you on the, in the sense that like you know how they they bring like king tut's tomb yes <laughs> yes yes okay exactly. i'm kind of with you like and in 2025 uh, los angeles will be making its yeah. world tour so we all visit Par- france at the same time they visit us at the same time and then we can't wait well, five miss, more years because then we're going to italy we'd miss each other if they no no we go to them first 
So it's are like we, a giant are we, family are trip. Are we an island? Or is the, like, We're an is island. The land and then we movie? come back and we fit like a puzzle oh, piece I get back what into this California. Is. This is Mike's fantasy because he can't leave his own apartment. So his apartment would then be in Paris. And he doesn't have to get a passport. Yes. This is unbelievable. It's it's a very it unbelievable. unbelievable. <laughs> it will never be believable by anyone. Okay. What happened yeah, with the red headed Angel jokes on us and later tonight, Elon Musk announces... <laughs> So I get dropped off at Alaska Airlines. Thank God okay. PDX is small enough that it didn't matter because I wasn't paying attention because I booked my flight through uh, my using my Alaskan Airline miles, and uh, uh, that 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 cut is in my head. And I'm thinking, did I just fuck up? And now that could be a cut in mm-hmm. the in the fuck up cut. So I get to Alaska Airlines and I'm trying to check in, and they're like, no, you can't check in. And then I I do some further research. And I'm like, oh, it's because I. Use my Alaskan miles, but it was through American Compass or some bullshit. You're you know with I mean? one of our partner airlines. So I'm now flying on American. You speak to a supervisor bear. Thank God American was like <laughs> right, down, right down the way. So I just took Why? all my bags. It's a bear because it's Alaska. I go to American Airlines, right? And now, Mike, you don't. I don't think you've flown on a plane since I've known you. I don't think Mike's ever been on a plane. He's been on a plane. No, He's I been have. to Hawaii. Of course I have. But you haven't since I've seen you. No, oh, wait, yeah. well, you went to New York once. I've gone to, I, I've been to, um, New York. more than that, I went to, uh, New York. I've done a couple, I've done like four or five plane jobs. I flew to Arizona. Plane jobs. Times. Did you just plane jobs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's so inexperienced with the plane ride that he calls them jobs. So, <laughs> now, uh, Tyler, last time you flew, like, you'd check a bag, like, it used to be like, here's my bag, and then they, you know, ask you the questions, and then they put the tag on it. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta go to the kiosk, you have mm-hmm. to do half their job for mm-hmm. them. So I'm already doing half their job Although that's kind of nice, because otherwise you're not waiting in line. There, it is nice when they're, when they're when all up and running. Works, American yeah. Airlines, like, half of them weren't working, so there was a line yeah. to get on. Typical Americans. American Airlines is not uh, my favorite airline. Yeah, no, I do like the planes. They're better though. than United. Jesus Christ! I like so, the planes, the the chrome with the red, white, and blue print. I'm getting, great for plane jobs. I'm getting yeah. close too to uh, the the time that I need to like check in and, and get in. And now I'm like almost under an hour uh, before the plane leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting a little sketchy. Yeah. So I, I put the I, I I do their job for them. I put the tag, and now all you got to do is literally just hand someone your bag, mm-hmm. and they put it on the scale, mm-hmm. and it's done. It should take twenty seconds. Uh, there's two little things at the uh the desk that say bag drop and then there's a bunch of others saying there are like four or five or six other windows that are for other things for like people that don't have their ticket printouts right. or, or they the got, check yeah, in yeah. general check-in nonsense so or somebody just unabducted me and dropped me off at the airport and i don't know what to do so i just got in line the two or that windows for bag drop which should be real simple, and I've been doing this tour yeah. all summer now, and it's very, very easy. A lot of time, there'll be just someone standing right there, right by the kiosk. And I'm they already their- prepared to be so annoyed. I, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm psyching like, myself I'm up. up. I'm trying not to turn it into hatred for people with red hair. So there's one guy. At, there's two windows, but there's only one uh, person working the window, and he's talking to a woman, and I'm standing there waiting, and, uh, and I'm thinking, like, how long can it take her to <coughs> hand this man his bag? Because it shouldn't take more than 30 seconds. Yeah. And after about three minutes go by, and I'm watching the clock get closer and closer to the uh, my my boarding is about to begin with my flight, and I got there in enough time, but because of all these other things, now time is well, slipping. And domestic, at least, I, I actually my experience might have been American. You have to check your bag, what by the 45 minutes before yeah. departure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and this so guy they, works. So they can rifle through it and take anything of value. You, this guy works the bag drop eric he should understand that these things yeah. are happening probably yeah. all day at his job people are, are tight for time yeah. and so i'm Shouldn't now that be like a company memo that goes out hey everybody working at the airline people are tight for time when yes. they're in line 
Yeah. Every, like, everyone that works at the airport. At least make it appear like you're in a hurry. Uh, that you are aware of yeah. the fact yeah. that like these people uh, that you're dealing with uh, might be a little stressed and they might be uh, in yeah. a position of losing, uh, miss, missing their flight and missing like whatever. Maybe they're missing a funeral. Or maybe they're missing their own wedding. You almost, don't know. Almost every one of them is a little stressed because they're short on time. I can almost say almost everyone. So at the three minute mark, I start inching closer going like, what is going on? How many questions could he be asking her about her bag? And then I realize... Here's what. Here's the first thing I hear him saying. Well, no. If you come back on Tuesday at six, you're not going to make it. And I'm thinking Tuesday at six. Today's Monday. And then I hear him say the date. He's talking about next Monday, next Tuesday. He's like booking flights for this woman, and it's bag check. So I now say, excuse me, is there another place? I, I swear to God, I'm this nice because I'm not yeah, mad yet. No, I believe it. I believe it. And I say, excuse me, is there another place where I can drop my bag? And he goes, sir, I'm in the middle of something. You're going to have to wait. Yeah. And I'm like. But is there? Can I can I drop my bag over there? Go, yes, you have to get in line though. And he's not making any eye contact at all. And I'm just looking at him, going, "Is this guy serious? Is he?" And then he goes back talking nicely to this woman. So I go, "I guess I got to go fucking stand in this line." And the line for people checking and whatnot, there there there's a line, and there's one woman working like four windows. Yeah. So I stand in the line and I'm there for about eight minutes and the time is getting tighter and tighter and I'm just staring at this fucking guy and he's working with this woman the entire time. I'm, I can't believe I'm the only person dropping a bag during this time. So I finally get up to, uh, she actually saw that I had a bag and she goes, oh, you're just checking a bag, sir? And she let me come up and she just took it and that was it. She goes, here's your, she's like, let me see your boarding pass. There it is. And then she Did goes, you thank her profusely for being a good employee? She's like, you're on the LA flight. And I said, thank you very much for being nice. That guy was the worst employee uh, I've dealt with in an airport in a long time. And I was so frazzled, like my yeah. money all fell out of my wallet. Yeah. And now there's like money and there's money all over like, the place because uh, I, I like change for the shirts and stuff you know that what? I sell in the you, night before. You're powerless because what are you going to do? Because you want to walk up to the guy with your camera running and go, hey, fuck face. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just want to tell you you're a piece, you're, you know. Take out your little power trip somewhere else, ass fuck. People are trying to get places. So, but you can't because then he's going to be like security. And the I, next know, thing, you know, I know you're detained on the floor, doing all I could to contain away. my anger. Yeah, yeah. So I walk by. He's still dealing with this woman. Yeah. It's probably 12, 14 minutes now. He's yeah. been dealing with this woman. God bless him. He's trying to help her do whatever she needs to do. And she's got a kid that's like running around screaming. So as I walk by him, I'm just totally Mr. Passive Aggressive guy. I'm like, hey, I just want to thank you for being so uh, helpful. And you're you're a real delight to work with. Yeah, real yeah. delight. Yeah, I hope you get. I hope you, your penis. And I'm hoping infected. he's at least a little bit embarrassed with a woman. And then I was I, I going. I wonder if they bonded over their hatred for yeah. what a horrible person I am. As soon as I walked yeah, away, they maybe. probably did. Like, let's they probably from, did. But like you know what? Snake, some people. We got some reach. Guy. We got some reach. I know that we have. Uh, I met a few listeners who actually work at yeah. the uh, airport in Denver. So I'm hoping we might oh, have somebody who reaches yeah. the ears of somebody who works at the uh, the airport in uh, in Portland, PDX. Uh, maybe in the American region. If you know anyone, he's uh, mid twenties, red hair, kind of longish, and just a shithead. Hey, as just a guy, a, like he's the last person. Like that, that kind of attitude is the last person you should be having working the bag check area yeah the only the problem is this is not the kind of customer service that's going to affect their bottom line because you still need to fly not american I know, that's true. Oh, you know except, what I did? Except all the companies now, it's like there's like two airlines. I yeah. know. So I, you I, can't I have, get away from I have it. three more flights, you know, four more flights coming up, and I'm like, they're all through Alaska, and I use my miles because I, I have not touched my miles in yeah. 15 years, right? Everything that I put on my credit card. Mm-hmm. So I've been using all my miles for this tour, and like now I'm down to no miles. But I'm like, oh no, what are my next four flights? Are they Alaska or did they pawn me off? Sure enough, all four are on American. Mm. Mm. But everything else with American was fantastic. The lady was great. That the flight was fine. Everything was fine. Uh, this, um, uh, not to make it about me, but as a guy filled with a lot of anger, 
I my, one of my biggest pet peeves, obviously, the same with you guys, is is bad customer service because it's not hard to give good customer service and make everyone's day better, yours, theirs, everything. But I but I get the anger. Like if you're an employee of an airline, you're like you're this guy behind the counter having to deal with stressed out people all the time. He's probably bitter. He probably has no power. This is the one. Also, place there's a, as many shitty customer service people are. There's probably yes. more shitty customers. Oh, I'm sure there's a ton of shitty customers. Yeah. That's the thing. I was not being a shitty yeah. customer. Plus, at he all. needs to know that he's working at the desk Bag. that is the convenience. Like you did my job yeah. for me. Just drop yes. off the thing. Right. Oh, you know what's funny is I, a listener, a uh, longtime listener that we both we all know, Brittany. Hmm. I was talking to her a couple Divine minutes ago. Um, Divine Light. Who is it? Divine Light, I believe. Oh, yeah. Twitter um, Twitch talk- She works in a comedy club in uh, wherever the Mormons live. I'm not Utah. sure. Utah. Yeah. And I believe she, it's Newark, New Jersey. A couple of times throughout the conversation, she went out here that, you know, the com- I don't like the people are at. She starts telling me things about a comedy club, and I'm like, yeah, I know. Well, out here, the people do. And I'm like, no, I know. I know. I've worked in a comedy club for 30 it's years. the same no matter I where know, you are. It's exactly the same. The customers talk. When uh, a bachelorette party comes in there, it's a nightmare. They think they're the center of attention. Strippers are the worst. I know everything about a comedy club. I've talked to literally thousands of people. Wait, what are strippers like in a comedy club? They want to be the center of attention. They're very loud, and they want the, to get the comic's attention. They want to be. They want him to Sitting acknowledge them. Yes. They're the worst. I'm sure there's some nice strippers that sit in the back, and they... Just mind their own business. Covered they, up. They're, they're dressed very uh, with a lot of humility. I was just thinking about it the other day. Strippers on the poles. Is that supposed to be like a phallic thing? It never occurred to me until the other day. I think it's just um, I need, I'm need. i so wasted I can't stand up. And they're like, how about if we put a pole there? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. that might be a benefit for some of them. But I do tricks. Yeah. yeah. I thought of it because I was I was passing like this prop, right? this like a uh, hip new like barber shop down the street yeah, from me, and yeah. there was like a woman, like a sexy woman cartoon dancing riding on the barber shop the, uh, pole, yeah. and it was very. I mean, phallic. it's definitely phallic, but it also might. I mean, who knows? Maybe like in the olden days, it was a way to get around like indecency laws, and it was more. It was like they're doing like performance uh, art, like maybe. Maybe like aerial. Well, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, that's where Cirque du Soleil came from. Is from it was a Cirque du Soleil. Started, it started out as a it started out as a, a lot of club. people don't know this. If you um, if you ejaculate, that's on not a true. Stripper pole. A lot of people take way too much they hear on the show is true. Everything we say is true. Uh, speaking of that, the baggage check thing with the forty five minutes. Yeah. Thing. Lauren and I had a flight to DC back when I worked for that company, and uh, you worked for DC. Yeah, I worked for the entire state. I had a flight with Marvel or the whatever. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> standing vegetables. We got there very close to our departure time because of shitty LA traffic. Yeah, yeah. And we did the check in the check in bag thing, and like one system was working, the other system wasn't. So I was able to check Lauren in, and then I did mine, and it said, uh, "Go see the person. It's not working." I'm like. Ugh. Okay, great. So I go up there. They're like, here's her bag. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to check in. It's not working. They're like, oh, well, that's because you missed the 45-minute cutoff. I was like, okay, but like her bags, yeah. she, like she's fine. They're like, yeah. I was like, and my bags, I don't. It's because of them, I was like, this is something they did wrong. I was like, I'm checking in like 45 seconds after her. They're like, yeah, but it's the 45-minute cutoff. I'm like, but you could put, you're about to put her bag on the conveyor belt, and it'll count, right? And they're like, yeah. Like you could just put mine on it; it'll yeah. go to the same. Yeah. It will get on the yeah, plane. Right. If hers will get on the plane, mine will get on the plane. Here's all the stuff. The guy's like, I don't know what to tell you. You can go talk to someone in that customer service line. Did you? There was there was 150 people <laughs> in that line. I'm like, so I'm gonna miss my flight because you won't put this on the bag. He's like, yeah, there's nothing yeah. I can do about it. 
I hope. Mm. I honestly. Okay. I honestly hope those airlines go. You out know of what? The business. only. The only credit I'll give them is that I explained what happened, and they rebooked me on a flight that was an hour and a half later, and they didn't charge us a, a change you know fee you or anything. Done. You should have done this, and I'm, I'm becoming like kind of a seasoned flyer now. Punched him and ran down the. You should have just taken your large just left oversized the plane bag as the doors closing. You just take it through security, and you if if unless you had stuff stuff in there like liquids and stuff. And uh, just go to the gate and then be like, oh, it's too big. And then they would check it for you at the gate. I've seen that done before. Yeah, that yes. Yeah. Not that's too shabby. That's, that's smart. Hey, do you remember the days pre 9-11, how great it was? Like not Looking having... at the towers and <laughs> seeing their beauty? <laughs> that's what I'm, exactly what I'm talking about. I saw them when, uh, when New York came to L.A. <laughs> we need to talk about that. <laughs> just like four thousand like outboard motorboats on the side of a giant mass of land <laughs> just slowly trucking it'd be a real treat when they had to get new york around the cape of south africa or uh, south america it was an, a, a simpler time and it was a, a more innocent time for sure i uh i i, I might be repeating myself but i vividly remember the uh time when coca-cola yeah, Coca-Cola um, flew me first class to go with some comedians on the road. And, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're was not. That, was that a plane job? We had a deal with Coke, <laughs> and they were paying for this major tour. as a tie-in between Coke and the improv. Uh-huh. And so they booked the, oh, the most. Coke and improv go way back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but they, uh, exactly. Coke and Comedy Store are more like it. <laughs> I, uh, inside jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think all the comedy, uh, all the all the uh, improvs and comedy stores have have a lot of yeah. connections with Coke from way yep, back. Yep. I believe we had like uh, thirty dates, and part of the contractual obligations was somebody from the company had to go, even though they had nothing to do. So we all picked who we wanted to go out with, and I tried to get out of the whole deal because the fun people immediately got taken up, like John Stewart and the people I would want to hang out with. So I ended up going, I'll go with George Lopez because he's fun and he's cool and he absolutely hooks you yeah, up. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Like he makes makes it seem like you're the most important guy on the planet to all the girls around and then they just cling to you. Unless he's with his family and then he's doing all that for his family and if you work on a radio show that he's brought his family to and he doesn't like the entrance of the show uh, like the, because there's construction and stuff and might be some mud that got on his mom's shoes and it gets really upset yeah, with Yeah, no, everyone. I was just going to say that. Yes. <laughs> Unless. Because that's what I dealt with and it was but, not So pleasant. I went out with Lopez and, like three or four dates and they were fun and they were easy and I had no reason to be there but I, I, I was obligated because of the contract. So what I did was a limo picked me up at home, took me to the airport, first class flight. I got there. I met George in the lobby. I handed him his check for the night we took a limo to the theater. I watched the show. We took a limo back to the hotel, and we would get drunk in the bar. And then the next morning, I would take a first-class flight home, and I did a bunch of those dates. And the first flight I was late for, my own fault, I made the guy in the town car wait. And then he drove me to the San Diego airport as fast as he could. We pulled up. I jumped out with my luggage. I go, I'm sorry, I'm late. And the guy goes, you got to go over there. And I showed him my first-class ticket. He goes, follow me, sir. <laughs> we, we literally, literally walked around the metal detector like he opened a gate and we walked around the metal detector out under the tarmac <laughs> up the stairs they put me in my seat i'm late to detonate this plane <laughs> yeah no but it was he he honestly went there was a gate next to the metal detector that yeah. opened like that yeah. back in the day and he opened the gate and we walked around the metal detector so i didn't have to wait in the line right onto the plane and obviously that was way before people were blowing stuff up Oh yeah, no one ever still hijacking up. planes. So yeah, but hijacking planes is cool. Blowing stuff up, not so cool. Speaking mm-hmm. of hijacking planes, what about that guy that 
took that plane in yes. Seattle or Welcome to the After Disaster. I am Anders and there is Mike Hurano to my left. There's Ty Ty to my right. We're coming to you live on tape from my backyard. And uh, I was sitting right in this chair here, Ty Ty, watching the uh, stuff as it unfolded. And uh, then they were playing his audio to the uh, flight deck right after that. Very sad, but that guy had a lot of style and pizzazz. I haven't listened to it because it, it made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I just read some I of read the, the transcripts. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I need to hear No, the guy was Did having the time the of his life. you video of him doing the loop-de-loop? That's no. right before he did oh. the loop-de-loop. Lee shit. No, I didn't see any footage. Lee right before, he's like, hey, you think this thing can do a loop-de-loop? You think it can do a barrel roll? And the the, fl- the the difference in in speech pattern between the uh, the, the the flight what's the guy's called the, the, flight the, control the pushing ten guy flight control guy yeah. and him were because the flight control guy was just like please just return the uh, they, are they the uh, the, the aircraft <laughs> uh, please uh, uh, ground control uh, advises you do not do a loop de loop or a barrel roll he's like this is loop de loop pretty fun he's like you think you think I could do a barrel roll in this thing what can this thing do I don't know sir I believe you should just uh, take it back down to the ground as soon as possible. Dude, he takes it on a full, full like loop. And apparently, he never and took any lessons. Or barely. Anything. That's what I wanted he, to know. Like he barely pulls above the surface of the water to complete the loop. I mean, he's like fifty feet above the water, and a guy is filming on his on his cell phone, just like hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's and then shithead wow. that I am once again. I knew that I was flying Alaska like the following weekend, and I was thinking, is this going to affect my flight? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, how, that's like, what I thought. This is very inconsiderate. Very, very inconsiderate. I didn't know I was flying American on the way back. Or I wouldn't that have been story was concerned. shocking to me because I don't hear those kind of suicidal stories that actually end up in the suicide or when it's something as extravagant as stealing well, an airplane based, roll, based on s- your video game simulations. And they had to scramble F-16s. It's always scramble. You always scramble, yeah, the yeah, scramble. Yeah, scramble F-16s to fly alongside to take him down in case he was flying towards how many the city. People, how many people trip while they're scrambling? You know, you know that fucking F-16 pilot who was like, let me light him up, boys. No, <laughs> let me light him up, boys. Let me light him up. Weapons, there was say weapons something free. that I read or heard uh, an expert talking about that it wasn't going to be of course he lighting them up. It was going to be like they're going to have to ram them. Ram what? them. What you do, like you ram the cockpit, you ram the flight deck to cause like the least amount of damage somehow. That's what I was hearing. Doesn't that just, that just then makes a kamikaze mus- missile that's like falling towards you exactly where it would be? Saying. And if you miss, like if you miss with one of those missiles. And like hit the fucking airport <laughs> behind it, you know what I mean? Like I guess that's the procedure. Is like you that's fucking you literally ran. Well, the movies have taught me that any missile will lock on and get anything, yeah, no matter it what. Never misses. Assuming, never misses. assuming that guy on that plane didn't have. A, I wonder if they build build into those missiles. If it does miss, the missile self destruct goes up and self destructs. Because I don't see. But then again, I only see it in movies. I don't see the missiles just go into like a skyscraper Ooh. window and then blow up. Yeah, like blowing up funerals and stuff in, yeah. in, in uh, Dubai? the Middle East. No, not Dubai. I'm sorry. Yemen. Uh, Syria. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. Man. Uh, I mean, sucks that he man. killed himself. And the, but, you know. I, I, I wish he uh, would have uh, I wish he would have pulled out of it. He would have been a hero. Um, duh, and, and, uh, duh. and she's but she's 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 what were the movie <coughs> what okay I, I, what, if I don't know I, an answer <laughs> it uh, uh, I, I have an idea uh, everything oh 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 uh, I got I got all of them <sighs> oh, <my>. sorry duh <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and uh one ching zhang zhi shi we uh patreon uh, that uh, uh no no mm. uh <laughs> Mm. 
Mm. Mm. Mm. Mm. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. You got to get, get it. You should. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> All right. What uh, picture? What's that? Uh, I hate this. <laughs> Mm-mm. Tyler. Anderson. Um. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Cool. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like they, when they, uh, um, you're 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 ice. Mm. But I. <clears throat> I was I was totally I I got I got uh uh that that money. No. This is this unlistenable. Um, poop, poop profit. That's me. <laughs> All right, dude. It's I cannot kid. follow this episode, and I'm one of the pe- <laughs> people. Uh, <laughs> in the uh, in the in the and like and uh, he's. Oh, this, uh, um, uh, I, special, special, like, and like, no, I, I would, I, I would have, um, uh, hmm, um, like a, and, huh, this cat, um, yes, <laughs> Yeah, comic sounds the worst. Font. Like I'm I'm uh <laughs> like it yeah. vagina. Ugh. Uh Pulse. and and it, it's a good thing to keep that keep that uh as uh, something to fall back on. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. Hmm. Um the uh <laughs> And uh, um um um, um. Oh, wait, look, look. this like the horse got mm, this is a little slurp that so Batman yeah oh Jesus Christ all right we got we got we got to wrap this up before I make any more mistakes uh, many mistakes made by me this on this episode I, I we should erase it you want to suck these what uh, no. I don't remember anything. Like right around the thirty-one minute mark. Who's gonna cut it in? Oh, I thought we were gonna put it in before. No, we're gonna do it with the eye contact. What? We, we just did the, just eye, did contact. the eye contact. Okay, we'll put it in right now. Well, no, but we're not gonna cut, have any of this, in, so this will be cut out, and then we'll come back. It will be. You cut right before I say we have the audio from the, the flight, or we just leave this intact as it is. Mm. You can leave with me. I can edit it and for authenticity's sake. I can upload it. I just gotta get this the card back to you, and we're back like right here. Nice. Does yeah. that work? Yeah. 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 That right. worked. But we we shouldn't have any of this in either. Wait, but we have it now. Well, that's what I was saying. We cut this part or we leave it? We're now we're back in. Right here. So we're leaving it. We're right here. We're back in. Right. I don't <sighs> trust Mike with this task. Neither do I. Neither <laughs> I'm, I'm, do I'm I. I'm very confused by this. I'll do it. Thing. Just send me the audio <laughs> of the show like you normally. Just do everything you normally do. Mike, I I'll think, take care of it. I, Mike, I think I think you might be on, on, my, uh, uh, on my wavelength here uh, with this. 
Tyler, I'm not so sure about you, but I, 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 I don't I don't like it when people say that uh, snails live in their in their uh, shells or turtles. That's their house. They live in their house. I don't I don't like that. Oh, this is this is specific. It doesn't feel hey, it doesn't feel nice because they, they should also have a home around them. You I know can't what I mean? believe you brought that up. You're because we are not saying like, hey, why are you wearing two hats? Because mm. <gasps> mm. oh, your hair is a hat. Why are you wearing another hat on top of your other hat? I guess it's kind of along the same lines, but yeah. like when I hear like adults talking to children, like I don't like, call this my second skin. That's the the, uh, the the snail's shell. Does he live in the shell? Yes, he lives yeah. in the yeah. like that's his like house. Our skin it's is like, not our house. He should have his own house yeah, as well exactly. as you know like the exactly. suit is not like the, the like, businessman's house. Our skin is not our house. Just because it's a little bit hard, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like hockey a, players yeah. have hard. Uh, uh, we have nails. Yeah, I think there's a Peppa Pig episode where they there is. That's where they live in the snail. Yep, I don't like it. They live in the shell. Same with turtles. Well. I have a story that makes me think you and I, I are get on upset the same. for the turtles and the show and 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 the, and the snails. You and I so are the same. It's a weird way. hill to die on, but you know. Do I'm your pretty thing. sure Tyler's not in on this one either. Mm. God, there is not one. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this, but I just trying to do the we're bonding and you're out third wheel thing again, like okay, he great. just did. Um, wasn't trying to make it feel that way. It was weird that I wasn't allowed to be in on the snails and turtle thing. <laughs> I, would, exactly. I, I thought it was going to be like... I see you saying, yeah, that, that, that is okay. the house. Anderson, I'm sure you can relate to this. Tyler will have no idea what I'm talking about. Delicious food. How satisfying is that? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm into this smoked salmon crostini. Ooh. What is it? Uh, it's like smoked, I don't really salmon like smoked salmon on a mini little piece of toast with like crab dip in between. Yeah. It is... Where'd you get it? I got it at the PDX airport while we're still reeling and furious with this man. And I'm like, you just got to, you know, get yourself like some nice food for the flight and maybe you'll stop wanting to kill this man. And uh, I got five pieces and I milked them for the entire ride home while I was uh, flight home while I was reading my, my horrendous, horrendous book, uh, City of God. <laughs> and uh, it, I, they were just the greatest thing. I, I, first thing I did when I got home yesterday is I took Atticus to the market and I tried to find the ingredients mm. to recreate this. Fantastic! I'm very excited. So it was like crackers or uh, a Christini. Can't I help but notice that would have been a nice little uh, you know, time, appetizer for this. By the uh, time, if we weren't so episode. rushed for this episode, uh, but no, if I'm I, sorry, if I, I put the pressure on us. If rush, I get it down, if I get it down, uh, I will definitely serve that to you guys. Because <laughs> I think you know I'm gonna, I'm I, I don't think it's the same, but um, it was like the first time that I had inadvertently tried a bagel with locks because I didn't think I would like it because I don't really care for. Probably similar because did, they got the. How uh, did you smoked, inadvertently try a bagel? with locks? It's all there was. Well, that's a weird place. And but I'll tell you something: a ba- a good bagel with good cream cheese and good salmon and mm. a lot of onions. E, forget about is, it. The onions just mm. make it delicious. It's such it a good meal. Kicks it up a notch. Yeah, huge, big notch. Yeah, I'm yeah. really getting into the, like, the, the 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 yucky cheese and the yeah uh, and the uh, grapes yeah. and wedges of apple. I think I'm becoming an old man like hey, officially. No, like, getting no, into that. you're you're appreciating finer things. So there's a restaurant down the street from the Improv called Zinc, and I don't really care for it all that much. But people that I have dinner with want to go there all the time. The best is like when you're not at a restaurant, though, and you're like you're on a flight, or you're like you know uh, outside. Oh yeah, a oh, stinky cheese on, on the flight. flight. Oh yes. yeah, no, because yeah, they always wonderful. have a cheese platter on the flight yeah. to buy for like eight fifty or whatever. But then you can milk it. You have like a little bite, like every yeah. twenty minutes or yeah. something. Yeah. Like when I'm yeah. done with the next two pages, I'll get to have my next little bite. You get that hey. little blue cheese, and then you have a bite. Uh, restaurant, you're just like, all right, I'm out I don't of your even, bill. I don't even care for cheese all that much, but sometimes like <laughs> there's that that restaurant down the street from the Improv. I'll go there. And we always get like a plate of just a bunch of different cheeses with some crackers, and there's there's grapes and stuff like that, and it's just such you a gotta satisfying. You got to mix in the grapes. Got to yeah. mix in. You got to yes. have a little, like a little, little prosciutto, little prosciutto, yes. little salami. They do. Can't do they the do. I'm, I don't know how much it costs. I, but I'm, t- I'm telling you, I could live the rest of my life just eating like charcuterie plates. Three days in, you're like, fuck this. God, give me some oatmeal. <clears throat> it's pretty good. 
Uh, I'd like to thank everyone who came out to the Portland show and the Why? Seattle show. That was a lot of fun. I wish I was there. I was drained I by the time the Seattle there. show came along. Uh, Portland took a lot out of me, and the drive to Seattle took a lot out of how me. Much, so how long was the drive? Six hours it took us. Uh, really? We're going to we get that down to five and a half. But uh, we left at like 11.15 and got there like Once just they can six. lift the land up and put it on those giant NASA-style rocket mover things. But you know who's getting a lot of airtime <laughs> at these shows is Scott by Scott. Uh, not so much on stage, but like when I'm talking to individuals and uh, yeah. uh, you know, talking about everything that goes down. I'll, I'll talk about Scott Clark quite a bit. And people all know who he is. And they all go, oh, I love that guy. He does such good work. So Scott's... Uh, and then they guess. They're like, did Scott do the uh, cartoon in, in groupers? I'm like, that is Scott's work. It is good eye. Good eye. Nice. Nice. But, I didn't uh, know Scott knew how to do animations. Uh, it's like jib-jab. Jib-jib. Jib-jab. Jib-jib. Which is actually how it's written in the script, too. A jib-jab-like animation See comes full court. screen. Yeah. <laughs> See in court. Jib-jab versus also, Groupers, Inc. I met very, very nice and helpful uh, listener Zoe, who helped me find the, uh, the, the venue for the Portland show. Where mm-hmm. we showed at the oldest running, uh, continuous, ru- continuously running movie theater in Portland, at the Central Cinema. It's been up since 1993. 1914. Please I think. tell oh. me that you went upstairs and opened a creaky old door, and there was a little man sitting there going, ah, "I've been working here since the beginning." Everything you just said, except the little man. He was an older man, and he wasn't that small. But I had to go up very, very steep stairs. And he like, still wears that velvet jacket and the little hat. Little the walls, hat. Oh, the walls oh. are like disintegrating. He's a Shriner thing. Yeah, yeah. I had to go in where like the uh, the projectionist used to be, but now, I, now they you know push play on, yeah. off the computer, and it was it, it was a, just a great experience. And then the, the following fantastic. night in Seattle at Central Cinema, that place is kind of like a like a modern day like a art house theater where they bring food to you. And uh, staggered seating. It's kind of like an Alamo draft house. That place was great too. And they, they were on their shit. Like I, I, I hadn't heard from them all day. I was worried that they weren't, the theater wasn't going to be down like to have what I needed. They already had the image up on the screen. They had it up on the marquee. It was, it was fantastic. Wow. So, fantastic. I uh, wish but, I could have been there. I really wanted to go to Portland and Seattle. But these bags, they, these, these wrapped gifts that are in front of you are from Zoe. She made me open uh, mine in front of her. Okay. Her and her friend always, Andrea. Always I believe it's Andrea. I could call her Andrea. No, but uh, I think it might be Andrea. Fuck! Mm. I couldn't figure it out. Right I almost there. got in a fight with the Rocky Horror fucks. Oh, because they were coming in after you? Yeah, in Portland they were showing right afterwards, and I was out front talking to somebody, and I was smoking a cigarette. I'm about to quit, and I was like step standing on like a step, kind of like you know about 15 feet away from the door, and one of like I guess the the, the head Rocky Horror Rick, guy, Riff Raff, the head of. I don't know which party he's playing. Probably Riff Raff. Riff Raff was the hunched over guy. Yeah, but I don't know if he... He looked like an... Uh, I think they might have evolved the characters to this point now because he looked like Riff Raff, but he had black blue and blue hair and he didn't have a hunch. Anyways, mm-hmm. he comes up and in a real cunty way, he says, hey, as um, the representative of the Rocky Horror Picture Chapter of Portland, I'm going to ask that you not smoke um, this close to the door. And I was and like... He said, excuse me, sir, I'm with a... You're going to have to wait. I'm with yeah, a customer. I hated him so much. I got to go talk to the representative for groupers. And it was one of those things at the moment. I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem, man. I stepped off the step, and then I was fine. And then I'm like, yeah. wait, what just happened? It's it's more obnoxious that he did the, like, yeah. I, as yeah. The, yes, exactly. Yeah. As a signal uh, bearer of the... As the unofficial president of the Mike Corona If he just said, club. like, hey, can you not smoke that close to the door? He'd be like, yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. You know who has a big problem with smoking? Um cancer survivors no uh roger daltrey apparently will lose his shit if you're smoking near him like like lose it who's roger daltrey from the who oh uh, who's roger daltrey i get it Uh that was my joke Mm. that was a good joke also met herman 
uh, in in uh, in Portland, who's friends with Tracy out here in L.A. Did, where, if, did you meet his hermits? I need okay. So Herman's gonna come out here. Herman and Tracy and Mr. I are gonna Monster, get together. I think you need okay. to meet them, Mike. Okay, Tyler, you should meet them too. But my, actually, you shouldn't because this is what I was telling Herman. <laughs> We're trying to cut Tyler out. Tyler, you don't need to listen Tyler, to the, part of the show. Tyler hates snails and turtles. Doesn't give a doesn't shit want about to meet people cheese. named Herman. Herman and Tracy are both Salmon, older, older than we are, or okay. as well, probably a little bit older, maybe in between you and I. And they just have their shit together. They're professionals, and they're just like I. I understand why young younger people listen to. I'm I'm alienating all sorts of people, mm-hmm. but Herman's just one of those guys. And same with Tracy. It's like, what do you get out of the after disaster? <laughs> what uh, do you get out of this? Anderson, do you know most of the people I spoke with on the phone with the therapy with my Corona? Oh, there's so many smart people. I know are professionals, married with kids and homeowners, and they got their shit together. I think that's. Uh, you know what? I just realized we're like we're the bachelor party. Like in Vegas, where all the shitheads who like are buttoned up and have it together, you know, but now they don't have the kids and the wife with them, so they're ape shit, and it's the worst thing to be around them. We're that podcast for people that are at work doing like normal jobs, yes, and, and they want they, they just need a release. And they plug in. I know we're my the, podcast we're the is shit, that for We're people. the shithead trip. Yeah. Oh god, is that good or bad? Anderson, uh. once again, Tyler can't relate to this. <laughs> I had an Anderson episode and I'm glad I I'm I was glad I made a choice. Mm. I was leaving the improv and I'm walking down Melrose heading towards my car and I kicked something with my foot. Didn't pay attention to it. Muskrat. Turned around. A very large bug. Mm. I flipped him over on his back and he was scram- and he was not able like to a flip beetle? over. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just went, fuck. And I kept on walking. I got all the way to my car, and I'm like, God damn it, that mother poor fucker. Yeah. And I went back with an envelope. Uh-huh. And, and stepped I on flipped him, him over. over, and he ran away. Good. And I was like, wow. I that would have sucked for him to bake in the heat Okay, first of all, home. it was nighttime. <laughs> he, would have, he would have had a beautiful view of the stars. <laughs> Second of all, I... I they see up when they're on the their... The guilt that I would have feet. felt driving back over the hill, knowing that I just kicked a bug upside down and left him. You would have driven back. Atticus <laughs> we took him on a, a little walk around the block, which I do pretty much every day. And the other day, he saw an ant. You're going to walk and stepped on the it. block with him. And I felt bad for like the next 20 minutes about how he just ended that little ant's yeah. life. You want to talk about ending some ant's lives? I'd rather not. Mm. Okay. Because my uncle's been convicted. Um, for killing your aunt? I get <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, I came downstairs yesterday, all, uh, all ready to. I, I, I'm off this week from work, so I was uh, taking full advantage of that and going to go golfing meet a friend over at the golf course by the zoo so white and uh having an affair at get, the golf course get downstairs i'm kind of you know half awake mm-hmm. i'm gonna go get my clothes get get out of the house and yeah, that's when they recommend you golf there's like a weird awake. there's a weird smell yeah downstairs I'm like what is that smell smell of ants and then i start walking and something is itching on my feet okay and i look down and in my living room that you've both been in hmm. that entire carpet mm-hmm. black ants the entire entryway there's just ants milling around what everywhere what and at happened? first i thought that we like left out some food or something mm-hmm. the night before no they were just pouring into my house thousands underneath of the, ants underneath the doorway or through another coming entrance through the front door like as if they were just welcome okay. to yeah so i there's a little shoot, sign that says ant party on the door little <laughs> red carpet I, <laughs> I launch into open uh, box uh, of ant food maybe there's a screening i i launched into Bugs life. I'm like, what, do, what or the ants. hell are they? They're, they're biting Vacuum. me. They're biting my feet. These, yeah. They're not like your little black ants. These are, as yeah. I look closer, carpet, biting, biting the feet to feed. Yeah, you don't want to mess ants. with Tyler nuclear or atomic bomb white 
so I grab the vacuum and I just start going to town yeah. vacuuming up yeah. and it's kind of helping, but they're also still everywhere. So then I'm spraying and I'm like wiping them all up. Lauren comes down. She's like, what is happening? I was like, there's ants everywhere. They're climbing on her. They're all over the couch. They're climbing. They're biting. <laughs> she's being enveloped in ants. They're on my neck. I'm smacking them. I finally get them like controlled enough to where I can open the door and see like what the hell is happening. And pouring over my threshold is more ants. This giant line that is visible on red brick from from feet away. You can see this entire Did line of ants. Did you get some pictures of this or anything? I didn't because I was in. T- it was just yeah. full terror mode. Yeah, I understand. They're coming. <laughs> you know the little walkway up to my front door. Yeah. They've decided not to go into my neighbor's house. They've just made a hard right, right. into my place. It goes all the way down to the sidewalk. Mm. And then turn. So I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm going to follow these assholes. <laughs> and they're just, it's like they're just taking the sidewalk to come over to Tyler's right. house. Yeah. They, they have a little GPS. That's fascinating. I, I keep I walking. God, I'm like, what, I keep walking. what's up? They, they have uh, passed over my driveway. They have ignored the house next to us and the house next to that. So I walk all the way down to the corner house where this line of ants is still going. And they're all marching up into a tree. Just thousands of ants decided to come out of a tree and come down to my house. <laughs> it's so weird. Where were they landing in your house? What do you mean? Like where were they ending up? Like were they going for a so- a food source and then no. taking it back to the tree? No, they just came in and they were just hanging out in the entryway. They didn't even go into the dining room Did or you the have kitchen. To move furniture and stuff. We had to. They moved it all. Took off all the yeah. They they carried our. They were my couch was halfway out the door. Fuckers. Oh, that would be bad if you trained them to move. Yeah, oh, that would yeah. be bad. pretty sweet. You want to know something? If you could train ants, this would be a fantastic way to, for you to get back at your ex and stuff. It would be. Like Ant-Man does of, that, there, I think. There would, there would be no legal Like the Pied Piper, but with ants instead of rats. If this was like two months ago, I would think it would be like, a, it, maybe it was a guerrilla uh, ad campaign for, for Ant-Man. Yeah, I don't Geared think. towards you. Know, you. That is they not really want you to see it. They were that ants. Is, they weren't gorillas. I don't understand. Oh, towards the end of the line, they're carrying like a poster. <laughs> a little Ant-Man. poster. I got a horrible question for you that... I'm sure other listeners are thinking about it as well. Uh, what was the smell? It's ants. Those ants carpenter don't smell. Wait, carpenter ants, ants smell? have like a smell, especially like when they get like when they're scared, and then when you start killing them, they like release a like a pheromone. Oh my that god! I had no idea that ants smell. Smells like raid, which is really? very very confusing. Interesting. Yeah. How do you know? You were already raiding them at this point. No, you? I hadn't raided them yet. But wow! I was like, this is giving me the creeps. It's this man. like it's this like and sweet they weren't going after vinegar ugh, smell. No, yeah, there's um, like they were just try, trying to find places to like crawl how into. How fast did you change your vacuum bag after that? Oh, I just kept running outside and like dumping it. Should have put it in the tree. So or do you have like a Dyson or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Could you see them inside? No, 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 no. So the closest story I have to this is from about 15 years ago at my camp, and uh, it was horribly embarrassing for me the way it ended. We had ants all in our cabin. And well, real quick, Lauren kept... Do you remember when I told the maggot story? Yeah. Lauren kept saying, oh, I wish this was maggots. That was way better. I was like, you're oh. insane. This <laughs> yeah. is way better no. than maggots. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 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 Let's never go back to maggots. The maggots are hard to scoop up, too, because they yeah, smear. Yeah, they're wiggling and that you smush them. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you're, you're insane. I love... I love... Even though I feel dumb about this, I only discovered vacuuming bugs like three years ago. <laughs> No, but normally if there's a spider, I'm like, I would jump to get it off the ceiling or something. And they now have I'm just like a device that's made specifically yeah. for vacuuming up. Yeah. And it has but a I, I already time. have a high power melee vacuum, I so w- I'll just use melee. that. I wish I had video of Mike jumping to get spiders. Do you, know, do you know the story of how I thought I broke my neck? No. Remember my old place in Brea? Huh? I was laying in bed and I had some weird intuition and I just opened my eyes and there was a fucking spider hanging. <laughs> Remember how high my ceilings yeah, were? Yeah, like, yeah. 
even on the second story he above vault, my bed was probably yeah. 15 feet yeah. yeah and there was a spider about five feet down and he was directly over me i just saw this black spot hanging there and i leapt up turn on the lights and he was just coming down towards my bed mm-hmm and then he went back up, and I couldn't reach him, so I got on my bed with a chair, oh. and I was trying to jump, and I fell and landed like on my head, and I felt like I broke my neck, and I was laying in bed like, I, I bro- think I broke my too. neck, yeah. because it, it was ridiculous. And then the spider would have come down and then embalmed you. Just I don't remember, even <laughs> that, remember how I got his, him. That's his whole, his whole long uh, I do know how I got him. I took the compressed air can, and I blew him off the roof, and then I did an incredible, intense search to find him. He fell over the balcony onto the second floor into my living room, and I went down there till I found him and vacuumed that sucker up. I guess that was more than five years ago, but but uh, yeah, I almost broke my neck because of a spider. And I was, real quick, just so, so I was late for golf, you know, we'd, mm-hmm. we had to push back the tee time, uh, and I finally got under control enough that Lauren was like, okay, like I'll handle the rest, like you get out of here. As I'm leaving, <laughs> I jump because under my feet, a fucking baby lizard runs under the couch. <laughs> you got to shore up your front door. Dude. And <laughs> there's these, there's like a two the, inch. The cap. home is over 100 years old. Like it's, but still, you it's, can put like uh, the holes everywhere. You can get this is why the, we had uh, the mice issue, too. Yeah, you got a lot of issues with that house. A lot of issues. And uh, I decided to just not say anything because I was like, eh, there's a good chance that she won't even see the right. If, if I tell her there's a lizard right now, I'm going to be here for another half hour out the trying door? to find a lizard no because i got a call later at the golf course she's like oh my god there's a lizard <laughs> you're like, and I, was like I had no idea oh honey. no and then oh no and then uh last night <laughs> last night we were getting together with friends and she was telling them all the story and she's like and then there was a lizard and you know me like a yeah, gla- yeah. i was a glass of wine in, and i was like uh you guys want a fun confession and she looked at me like what <laughs> is he about to say and i was like yeah, I saw the lizard before I left. She almost threw her wine at me. It was very, very funny. There's a lizard on my wall over there. See? Hell yeah. It's oh, yeah. Lizard. Look at him. He's like a uh, California we, gecko. We have the weird, like, those, like, dinosaur lizards that have the long ass tails. Alligator lizard. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you guys to look at something? Right now. I talked about this on my podcast, and everyone is telling me it's dog poop. Oh, I saw your, I saw that. It. I saw that. But I, I think it's tarantula no, legs. Mike, that would be the biggest spider in the world. Where'd you see it? Give us some um, context. Look at here. the one there and look at the knuckles. Okay. No like, one I walked this. over it twice and I'm like, those are spider legs. No. Where, where can someone dude, look at this poop. if they're listening to this right now? Well, I thought it was tarantula legs and I ran. <laughs> Mike, you're It a has child. knuckles and, they, and they're bent over backwards. This is a, like, it's either like a coyote scat or something that has a lot of hair in it. And then it becomes like hairy poops that have like form. I think they're yeah. tarantula legs. They're not at all tarantula legs, Michael. <laughs> they might be, uh, be. Do you know how big that scorpion spider would tails. be? Scorpion tails, maybe. No, it's it's scat, like like Ty Ty said. Uh, somebody at one of the shows asked me. Uh, this comes up real real uh, God earnestly. God damn it! That's the most embarrassing video I've ever posted. That because I'm screaming and yelling tarantula legs and running away. I mean, from poop's it. not much better. Uh, they asked, uh, hey, did, did Mike ever get his uh, high-pressure hose back? I'm like, no, I don't think he did. What high-pressure hose? Or no vacuum. Your oh, wet, no. Wet vac- you know what's funny vacuum. is I need it, but I, I might end up having to buy another one. Uh, your story from camp. I'll go I'll go to it uh, and go grab it for you. I just have to like find the time to do that in the right vehicle and, and bring Atticus. But we no, need that's to get all that. right. That's what fine. we're talking about is Mike nicely, kindly brought over a wet vac at the end of uh, the shoot for groupers. Uh, over a year ago now uh, to Glendale where the location was and the girl that he let borrow it never bothered to pick it up mm. and so it's still sitting there she did a lot sage she did drop <laughs> she did drop a your your carpet cleaners at that guy's house 
That's on nice. Me at Sage. one point, thank you, Sage, for that. Sage Griffin, thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate yeah. it. Sounds like no love lost there. Ah, uh, uh, Ansa Camp Phoenix oh, is geez. the next screen. Yes. yes. What's the date? And that? it's coming up. Uh, like two weeks in the two weeks from this weekend, it's, uh, it's we'll just going to be in the Phoenix, in the middle of the ten freeway, in that seventh lane. My flight on American <laughs> is booked. And pull over to the seventh the lane. I will be staying at a hotel that I just booked yesterday. It's getting very real because it's getting very close, and there's still very few of you coming. So what the fuck, Phoenix? Because you guys asked for grouper screening, and uh, many of you uh, who actually have comp tickets, I haven't even heard back from. So what's going on with you, Phoenix? Why are you being flaky? I mean, for those of you who have bought tickets, thank you, you know very how, much. You know how you spell flake? P-H-L-A-K-E. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Everything is spelled, everything with an F. September 9th is the date, Michael, to answer okay. your question. Okay. At the Civic Arts Center in the Third Street Theater. What day it, is that? Uh, it's a Sunday. Okay. Uh, midday. I think the screening begins at 2 o'clock. Yep. So when you're finished with church, come on down. All the info is on andersoncowan.com. And uh, it's this is a, a one of my last private screenings as a thank you to those who gave money. Because a number of you gave money to the project out there in Phoenix. So that's what these are for. And uh, we're rounding these up. And they're almost done. Wrapping these up, I should say. Uh, yeah, so years and years ago at, at camp, uh, shortly after I broke my back, I was trying because my back is always the worst when I'm at camp because I got a broken back Memories. and I got a bunch of metal in there. And, and you got to sleep on shitty cots. And and, yeah, and there's a lot of activity. I'm on my feet all day. And like by the end of the day, by dinner, like my back is literally bowing. People usually would come up to me around dinner and go, dude, you got a hump on your back. I'm like, yeah. Thank you. So I was trying <laughs> exactly. all these different things. So yeah. we're going back to the- uh, not uh, as bad as what you've got. Dude, hey, dude, you've got a hump on your back and snails live in their shell. Dude, are those ants? What's that snake on your arm? Yep. So we see a bunch of ants, not quite to the level that you got going there. We're talking big ants. These were, by the way, these were like, um, you know how big like a fire Mm -hmm. ant is? Mm -hmm. They're about that size. They just weren't I think these are the kind that they, if they're carpenter ants. That's worse than what I thought they were. I thought they were those little teeny ones. Carpenter ants are, they're black, red, black. Oh, they're different. Maybe. Milton's, I think Milton's, I thought Milton's uh, with the ant farms gave you carpenter ants, I thought, in the little vials. No. Then you're supposed to put them in the fridge to make them sleepy, and then that's when you handle them. Because they will bug the fuck out. Mil- what is Milton's? Milton's Ant Farms. Oh, yes. Yeah, I tried carbon, to Carbon ants uh, specifically do stuff with wood, though. So I think they would use something else. Because uh, ant farms are like sand. I We, we were having a, a, a meeting amongst the creative people like 15 years ago at the Improv about wh- how to design the office. Oh, 15 years ago might have been the same time you were... Could have been the exact same moment that probably was ants it, it were probably streaming was. into our... a weird vor- ant vortex happening. Our cabin. Well, oh, we wait, have a big wait, window. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of that, real quick, Lauren posted about the ants thing on her Instagram story. Someone who lives down the street from us, uh, she had the same problem and then sent Lauren a, f- like, she had the same problem a couple weeks ago. Yeah. She sent Lauren a photo from her kid, has a, a calendar that's like all the different months and then the different that's animals. That's how calendars work. <laughs> that's a fair point. It's, she, a lo- it's a lunar calendar. For August, on August 21st, the animal of that day is ants. Mm. Pretty wow. weird. Pretty weird. Except that happened at her house two weeks before. The, it was probably the calendar publisher. I wanted. I wanted to door. take this Gorilla big ad campaign. Open window. I probably no, told ants. you guys this. Like That's in right. that at the improv offices, there's a big open space between two desks, and I was like ant farm, and they considered it. That's they a great like, idea. That would be a great bar top. How good of a bar top would that be? Yeah, except for. I think they want levels, not just to move yeah, through it's tunnels. Be, it's got to be. But uh, you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be horizontal. And once a month, 
like they have a cover charge when they vacuum out all the ants and they start anew. Stop vacuuming the bugs. So the ants were making a stream all through our cabin and it was like twisting and turning and we were following them to see where the fuck they were going. And I'm like, why are they going towards my bunk? Why are they going towards my stuff? Fuck, this is not good. There's just like four Doritos. They're all going up next to my bunk and they're all landing uh, on like the fourth shelf. Uh, which is where I kept all my stuff. So I, I take they my found your weed, bro. I take my uh, my my shorts away, and I'm like, I'm you know, and there's just ants everywhere. And they're all going after the whole reason why I was talking about my my slim back. Gym. You got a slim gym in your hurting pocket. is because I was, for the first time ever tried those little like shoe inserts that make you know, like you know not have as much of an impact yeah, on yeah, your yeah, heels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're little blue inserts, yeah. and I had them out of my shoes. They were just sitting on there, and the they were for whatever that? reason they were all wow. about those things. And every, wow. you know, all the kids in the camp are like, Ace, what are those? What are those are your old man inserts for your shoe. I'm like, fuck you, cancer kid. You got to be quiet. Stop making fun of me. I love shoe inserts. <laughs> <laughs> I buy them for all my shoes. <laughs> I do. That's, I buy Mike, that's Mike's takeaway from that story. I have gone through so many insoles, like every different brand. <gasps> I've gone from ex- cheap ones to $60, $70 ones. Because we got three things that I have to get to before this sh- yeah, this, this episode wraps up. We got to open up our gifts from Zoe mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Very obscure reference. I doubt either one of you will get it. Perfect. I got it immediately, uh, and I will explain. You mean that. Tyler won't get it? You and I are in. <laughs> I got to talk about. I got to talk about the worst lift driver I've ever had. Okay. Uh, that took me to the Clinton Theater in Portland, and I got to think about. I, I got to talk about uh, how I. You know when I went to New York and I smoked crack? Yeah. Do I have the New York experience? Yeah. I did the Portland experience. Oh. Oh, not drug related. You ate vegan food and like uh, did a you made a dream catcher. You bought an umbrella. You slackline. I, slack I drank some local IPAs. You grew a beard and bought an umbrella. Talked to a lot of homeless people is okay. what you do when you're in Portland. You got, like a, you got a fixie bike. Good. And close. Yep. I you joined a punk band. Needed to go to the venue to test the stuff like early in the afternoon and then get back to my hotel. And once again, my hotel was nowhere close <laughs> to the venue. Why are you bad at this? What has happened? What it, hotel are you staying at in Phoenix? Uh, it's one of the like nine he's, Hyatt's. He's they staying have there. in Tucson. <laughs> so I might be, I might be staying. He's in, in Flagstaff. You can stay with me if you like. No, no, I'm gonna get my own room. But no, I, no, I'll, can, I should stay, stay in the same. Mike's gonna get his own okay, room, we'll, but we'll he's gonna drive that. home. We'll, we, we'll talk about that. I, I'm so excited that you're coming to the the, port, uh, the, 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 Phoenix. the Phoenix show and uh, doing the Q and A. It's gonna be fucking rad. It's gonna be awesome having you there, Mike. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, Chris Moran's coming too. He's oh my god, I'm doing the Q and A. Chris, yeah, Chris is gonna come. Chris will have seen it. Is that this This will be the fourth time Chris has seen it, and then he's also coming to the Santa Ana show, so he will have seen it. He and his wife, Lori, will have seen it five fucking times. Well, I think they're going to be the winners. They probably owe you more money. AJ and Kevin have seen it four times now, I think. Do they do they quote it out loud? Like three the, times. Three times. Oh, it's like Rocky four Horror times. No, now they saw for four them. times. They saw it in LA. They saw it in San Francisco. Um, and then as they a saw charter member of the Groupers Society, we have to ask you to please smoke near the door. So I rented. I, got, I decided, you know what? I'm not going to take a, a lift. <laughs> I'm not going to take a lift. I'm going yeah. to take a scooter, which you've done before, Mike, in yeah. L.A., yeah. but they got scooters everywhere, right? The, but you did the bird or the lime or whatever I did is? both. Oh. I did bird there. Oh, one on each foot? Lime back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally could do that. How cool did you look? One I'm of the, sure people- One of the girls at the, that works at the improv, the very beautiful and uh, lovely Anne, mm. mm-hmm. she uh, ate shit on a bird and <laughs> literally cracked her jaw in four places, oh. and she's had her jaw wired shut for two months now. Jeez. Was she drunk? Broke everything. I don't know. Uh, I don't she's know. Suing? No. 
Good for her. No. Good for her. So here's my experience hit with her, Bird. Hit her face directly on the ground. Ah. That happens. Yeah. So Flip, flipped a beetle. Crash it here and here, like where your skeleton would break. Where your skeleton will break. Okay. That's uh, most parts that's, of the skeleton. No, my, this is a very inside. What Mike? I, I I did the math. What he's talking about is his own skeleton that I he owns. I gave it away. I gave it away. He, but that's what you were talking about. Like, not you weren't you weren't talking about the skeleton. No, you I live was talking in. about the plastic one that the I used. The plastic to have. one. Like, and you yeah. just made it sound like everyone has one of those. And you know, like where your your toy skeleton would always break right here on the jaw. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to name. I don't want to. Uh, call, maybe she doesn't. That was want another one of the. Know, that was another one that Tyler wouldn't understand because I, I gave didn't it understand. That's what you're talking about. A lovely young lady at the grouper screening. You just gave someone a skeleton? I told her she could have it, and I had it in my car, and she, she asked me at the grouper screening. It's the creepiest way to lure a woman back to your we car. You want my skeleton? My Wait, okay, when, when, skeleton. when had you said you would give her the skeleton? Uh, maybe like two weeks earlier. Were you like, I'll give you to the grouper screening? No. We okay, were. So, then, so then she saw you at the grouper screening yeah. and was like, hmm, I guess I should ask about that skeleton. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I and would, I said it's in my car right I now. I never and then, mentioned I would wait for you to be like, oh, do you want that? Yeah. And I'm not saying little, it's a bad thing. Like I'm a just, little while later, I'm I said, impressed. "You want to walk out and get your skeleton right now?" And her and her friend came with me. We walked down. I think God, she had a friend with her. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you remember me telling you my best friend Nathan? <laughs> Imagine getting from a high text school. from your girlfriend, your wife, and she's like, uh, "Hey, I'll be right there. I just got to go pick up a skeleton from this guy's car." <laughs> the only friend that I ever had that I looked up to because he was older than I was, and he was just a super fucking cool guy. Like he was always transforming. That's kind of an insult to us. I know, but I like, looked uh, up to him like uh, a big brother. Uh, the like, only male companion friend I've ever had that I respected. Like he was in really my into life. Rodney. Let me tell was, you about him. You he guys. was re- like he would morph. The only into person wh- I'd ever call a friend. His name is Nathan <laughs> Cox. He, he goes by Goatfucker now uh-huh. on, uh-huh. Uh, or at least he yeah. did. Yeah. I hate him now. I, 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 he's yeah. totally. I totally wrote him off. But mm. okay, uh, but back that in the day, a, that was a hard <laughs> left. Hard left. Right into my but house. With like your when I met him, we were all skaters, right? He was like yeah. one of the skater kids Aww. in town, but he was older than I. And yeah. he was really good at freestyling, and he was obsessed with Rodney Mullen. Do you remember Rodney Mullen? Yeah, no, dude. no, that's and he after became my time. he became Rodney Mullen. Like he looked just like him. He had the same haircut, and he, he did all the tricks like around him. Okay. And then uh, he would be, you know, he got really into punk, and uh, he had a totally different look. And then he really got into corn uh, uh, and Jonathan Davis, and he became Jonathan Davis. He looked oh. just like Jonathan Davis. Yeah, he had the dreads. That guy's wife just killed herself. Holy shit. Well, that's going to affect Nathan because Nathan became best friends with uh, Jonathan Davis as and well. He a porn star to wife. To the point that Jonathan Davis named his firstborn son Nathan what? after Nathan. Like they became best friends. How did he Nathan do that? Nathan was so creepy, but I also respect it in a weird way. This person that has the zealot like ability to ingratiate Nathan herself. was the best, the genius, and an artist. And he was. But you he hate won. Him. He won Best Director for a Lincoln Park video. He used to do all these videos. Like, actually, the first time I ever met System of a Down was I was on set because he was directing Sugar. He directed the, their okay. video for Shut Sugar. Up. And I was on set hanging out with my buddy Nathan. And that's when I met all of uh, the guys from System of a Down who ended up coming on Loveline numerous times because I got them booked. Serge Tonkian. So, anyways, Nathan and I, when we were in high school together, we spent one year in high school together because uh, he was a senior when I was a freshman, and we were obsessed with uh, the Misfits, and um, the only time I ever really ever followed anyone was, I was kind of mm-hmm. followed Nathan a little bit, like he took the lead and I followed, because I'm not a follower, but I, I was so into Nathan, he was just the fucking best, I love this guy, and I remember we thought it'd be really funny to just go up to people and ask if we could have their skulls when they died, because there's that song by the, uh, by the Misfits, I want your skull, I need your skull, okay. I believe it's called Skulls. And uh, we would just go up to like random, like the cheerleader skull. chicks in our school, like, "Hey, when you die, would you would you let us have your skull? Can we have? It's not how it goes. That's that. Can song. we have your skull?" And they would just be like, "What? Oh my god, that is so disturbing!" And we would just do that quite a bit, asking chicks yeah. for their skulls. What's the guy's name? Doyle from the Misfits? Uh, Danzig. No, the the guitar player. I don't know them that well. 
the okay. other Danzig. They're all Danzigs. They're all Danzigs. You know they just toured, right? With they Danzig? do, but without without what Danzig? What? There's videos on YouTube of, of Misfits. No, no Danzig. Because I've seen Danzig live Danzig. a couple times. I've never seen Jewish guy. New York from New York. <sighs> Danzig needs a hug. Make, makes a mean locks. Danzig needs a hug. Who who does that song? I just listened to that song not too long ago. Danzig needs a hug. It's funny. did you see Danzig's cameo in that episode of Portlandia where the Mm-mm. the weirdos go to the beach? No, but I saw him on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I had a friend who did lights and sound for uh, bands, like big touring bands, and he went on a Danzig tour, and I go, what's it like? He goes, the best ever. He goes, no light changes, all white light. Yeah. He goes, just white, white light, full blast, don't touch it. Yeah, don't touch it. It's just pure. I was like, that's pretty Pure good. rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mother. Can I have your uh, skull, Tell guys? your children when, when not you guys, to look When you guys die, way. can I, can I, I mean, have your skull? Yeah. I guess. Corpse all hang, handle sign live. Bodies with no surprise. Good luck sound like uh, devil's walking rain. into the uh, coroner's <laughs> office to get our skulls when we're dead. Oh, oh my friend said it. you can listen to the podcast. He's like, have it. I have audio. Two fifty something. Or so I took a bird at. there. Now here's the, here's the issue with bird. All right, especially yeah. this is what I experienced anyways because I believe it was a Saturday maybe. Bird is so I find it. I do the app and I do all that stuff right, and then I find one. Oh look, there's one half a mile from my hotel. I will walk to it. I'll rent a bird. I'll rent a bird to get to the other bird. I'm walking to it. I'm almost there. And now there's three. I'm the guy renting like, a bird shit. to get to the other bird. There's three birds. Awesome. Okay. I can take my pick. Whatever one has the, yeah. the most power or whatever. Guys, I'm five feet away from it. And three fucking people out of nowhere <laughs> ascend on this thing with their phones out. And like, so I'm like, I find the next How bird. How dare these people do exactly what I'm doing? Bird four, four point four miles away. It's in some park. I'm walking to it. I'm now I'm about 100 yards away. I see it. And I see someone fucking walk up to him like, shit, this is this is there's a flaw in this system. So I'm just Meanwhile, you, you passed the place you were going to twice. So yeah, I finally they find should a let line. You just like reserve it. You I can. know, like you can in LA. I, I believe I think you maybe can. I, there was a way to unlock it from where I was, but then I'm like, what's going to prevent this guy from just hopping on? Mm. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, so I just ended up getting a lime, and I was cruising over like uh, I, I was so douchey, guys. I had my my computer bag over my shoulder, and I had uh, I had, <laughs> I had my phone sticking out of the pocket with um, ways going and the sound on of boy band telling me where to go. <laughs> Turn left. <laughs> Turn left. <laughs> And I'm going over bridges in Portland. It was fucking sweet. So I leave my bird out front, and I go in, and I spend half an hour with uh, with Lonnie at the, uh, at the Clinton Theater, and we're going over stuff, and everything's fantastic. She's telling me every well. I, I love when I'm doing these things, and pe- I'm asking questions, and they just say yes. I hate when I hear no. When you know, like, and can I have a table here? And can we start at this time? And then when they're saying yes, 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 I'm like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. So I thank you so much, to, uh, Lonnie. Good to meet you. And she's that was such. That might be the dumbest thing you've said on the show. No, but it's true. Like I love when people say yes. I hate when they say no. It's because a lot of these it took times, me like thirty seconds for that to sink in. I'm some like, theaters yes, I go to, you know it's what? like every we have that in common too. Tyler there are certain relate. people that you work with, and they're always like, well, that might not work because yeah. of this, or yeah. you know, can't have that because of firings and. But there's certain people who like they just like even if the answer is no, I think they say yes and they just deal with it later. I yeah. just love hearing, yeah. yeah, whatever you want, yeah, whatever you need, yeah, we can do it's that. Improv, sure. it's the rule of improv. The there's best. a yes in there somewhere. So like I'm walking yes out and and I'm gonna go back. I, I, and and it's like and what I'm gonna have like three hours. <laughs> I just asked you if I can put a chair there to go <laughs> back to my hotel. There, yes and no, you can't. Freshen up, maybe take a nap, right? And uh, there's my bird. I'm walking. I, I'm opening the door. A fucking lady walks up to the bird. I've been inside 30 minutes. It's been sitting there waiting for me. I should have taken it inside. Yeah, why didn't you bring it inside? So I find another fucking lime because the lime makes you pre-pay. So I got like, you know, $15 credit and I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll find a lime. There's a lime in a neighborhood, which is kind of weird, a couple blocks away. So I'm walking. I'm looking. I see someone riding a lime up and down. I'm like, can't be that one because it's still on the app. And then they have a little button you can push and it it makes a chime, right? 
and it, the chime is loud. Like it's like bing, 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 bong, 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 bong. <laughs> and I'm looking around. I'm like, what the? F-? I, was, I, was like, I felt like I was looking for a dead body, and it kind of felt like I found the dead body when I found my lime, which had a hundred percent charge or maybe ninety percent charge, and it was sitting like on someone's property, kind of in between houses, snapped in two. Oh, and it was just laying there like a dead little lime uh, there's scooter. There's a there's a there's a Instagram account account called i think bird graveyard and it's it's just videos of people smashing them and breaking them or people finding sad broken ones in weird locations i saw the picture in the do people know what we're talking about the beach that was buried by the way do, does know. anyone know what we're talking I about know. i think a lot of people do they kind of came out of nowhere they're just uh no, they kind of come out of nowhere it was one day they were here they should have been called locusts because that's the best yeah. name, santa right? monica was like freaking out because they didn't know what to do but basically this company bird and this company lime and i'm sure there's other ones there's are skip there's also skip and dropping Portland. there's just scooters now Literally. Little laser, uh, laser, kind of like a razor scooter, an electric scooter, just all over the sidewalks. Yeah. They try to like leave them nicely, like organized, but then fuckheads like us, you yeah. just flo- uh, flip open your smartphone. They have a app. little kickstand, and you, they, just, they sit there. My, my buddy Cosmo. There's hundreds of them on Beverly Boulevard. Um, Fairfax, Melrose, and Beverly, they are. They're everywhere. They are Does that everywhere. mean you have to leave, Mike? No. Are you sure? Uh, I'll give it a few minutes. Uh, my buddy Alex Camp from san diego who i do camp with uh his name's alex camp mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. he's, he's mm-hmm. his camp name's Joe cosmo Hot Dog and i make food together his name's cosmo never guess what we and i brought it up to him because a lot of people really really hate I, the 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 locusts yeah the, uh, yeah the, and Most, I, I don't care for them i don't mind them at all after talking to alex he kind of pointed out some really great things he's like look it's a great mode of transportation it's keeping people out of their cars and he says people complain because he says they're littered everywhere He's like, look, go on any street. There's cars littered everywhere. If yeah. we can have these instead of cars and have less cars, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the real problem is going to be the legality of it because you're... You, I'm not you a sign, lawyer and I don't no, own birds. No, when you sign so that agreement, care. you say I'm going to wear a helmet and not... I've never I seen know. someone I've seen put one on a guy, I've seen one guy wearing uh. a helmet and you're also supposed to ride them in the street. You're yeah. not supposed to ride them on sidewalks. Yeah. You're someone's... Supposed, you're supposed to have a driver's license. It's they're going to hit a little old lady or they're getting, someone's going to get killed. Yeah, but they're prepared for that. And someone already did die. I think there's been a couple of deaths. Yeah. But you know, how many car accidents have know, there been I as know. well? It, it, we got to stop overvaluing but human life. I think life. that the guy that created, remember that, that documentary? It's called Slingshot. Great fucking documentary. If you've not seen it, it was I on Fuckflex forever. And it's about the guy that uh, creates the uh, clean water. And you know, you go to movie theaters and you get a drink and you get to do their job for them where you fill your own drink, but it's kind of yeah. cool because they yeah. have those big machines where you can pick yeah. whatever. He and invented you can mix that. And match. You can mix and match. This guy invented that. Uh, as he said, I'll invent this for like the, the cola companies if you guys let me invent this machine called the, uh, sl- I think it's called the, sl- yeah, the slingshot, which you can put filthy, horrible water into it and clean water comes out on the other side. Mm-hmm. And he's putting these all over like third world countries. So, only, oh, I was going to say you got to lug water to a machine. It's a great, it's a great documentary. I highly recommend it. It's called Slingshot. And the guy, I think that's I a good product. I, I like can't remember idea. his name, but he's the guy that invented. Um, it's Jim Slingshot. It's not yeah. Jim yeah. Slingshot. It's not his Jim name. Jim Clean Water. He invented the. Sammy Slingshot. The, the, oh my God, I'm trying to blank on the name. What are the things that people, Segway. He invented okay. the Segway. Okay. You definitely just okay. added yourself to the next round of our uh, stuttering <laughs> uh-huh. episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it opens up with him talking about how if you believe everything you read on the internet or rumors and stuff, I'm dead. Like yeah. I died because most people think that whoever invented the Segway. It's the, the guy Segway, that bought the guy that Segway. Bought but he explains what the Segway was supposed to be, which was supposed to be in between walking and driving a car. We don't need to drive our car. And he was talking about how cars are big and they have too much room and we don't need all this. We're just trying to get point A to point B. He was hoping the Segway would be that thing. And I think Hence that, that's why it's called a Segway. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think that they're too big. They're, they're too expensive. They're too yeah. wide. And too wide. I've never been on one. 
Uh, but I think that what's happening now are these scooters are like the modern Absolutely. day segways. You know Correct, Amundo, because uh, the Segway would have been a much better alternative to the scooters. But the problem is there you can't pass each other on a sidewalk on Segway. And they look so really lame. lame. Well, you're not supposed to be on the sidewalk anyway. I know, but the Segway is probably safer than the scooters. I don't know about that. Oh yeah, they scooters stay didn't up, feel they balance that, themselves. That unsafe. I don't Segway, know. Segway's the safest mode of transportation. The safest. Yeah. I feel like walking might be. No, safer. no, no. Segway. So last little story, guys, because if I don't get to it now, it'll, it'll never happen. But everyone's gonna be able to relate to this one. So I take a lift to no an Uber. Yeah, an Uber. Do people know what Ubers are? Do we need to explain that? To no, the venue. Here. After my... Can I say there was a AAA study that just was released yesterday that said... Uh, no, you can't. Owning Please a car don't. is less expensive than taking Uber? Well, then, well oh, there's so many variables. how many like, times you need to. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. They said um, there's people that got rid of their cars to use Uber and, and Lyft exclusively and it's considerably more expensive than the actual owning of the car why is that an article because i can just do the math right now about how far i drive every day and what if that would make sense for me uh, right. take you take into account my insurance my car payment yeah. my gas like the and if you like I work mean, five miles I away have, i don't have gas because i care about the environment and have an electric car but you know it's you care about the environment so i took a prius uber because i care about the environment well, okay, okay great okay. wonderful i mean and this is my day this is the day meanwhile in virginia gas, there's some know. coal mine just chugging black smoke into the for sky the, for clean the coal we're making clean yeah. coal yep yeah. a lot of people for, have for black lung disease a thing that doesn't out. exist nickel, we're making it for the nickel plated uh battery, uh, battery for yeah, it's is that what we're talking about it's nickel all right okay so made in china this is the same day that I took to the, Japan. The, the bird and the lift, Shipped right? And the bird and the, and, and, and the lime. And I had never yeah. been on one of those scooters, and I, and, and I was actually enjoying myself, having a good time. So I, now I, I can't take Your a- Your cold, dead heart was- I can't take a scooter to the venue because uh, I got a bunch of shit I got to lug with me. So yeah. I got to fucking go old school, analog, and, and take a, a goddamn of Rocky Horror people Uber. on their scooters. Got to take a goddamn Uber. So I hop in the Uber yeah. car. He mm-hmm. picks me up, right? Yeah. not going to say his name because he's a fuckhead. And uh, first thing I say is, hey, so these, uh, these, the one thing I never say, and I think I've talked about this before, is I never ever ask, hey, how long have you been driving for Uber? Because that's what everyone asks. Yeah, you, ever, wanna... you ever skin anyone alive? I, I like to uh, ask hey, them Hey, uh, can questions. I get your skull when you die? So yeah. I asked this guy, I'm like, hey, these scooters that just showed like, up I don't everywhere. I know I'm going to die, and you're like, I do. These scooters just showed <laughs> up everywhere. And uh, I said, are they cutting in on your action? Are you getting less, less, less trips because of it? And he goes, <laughs> yes, scooters. Like that was what he had to add to the conversation. So I go, okay, he's just one of these guys that mm. sucks mm-hmm. seemed like nice but just stupid as fuck right uh-huh. so which is fine a nice yeah. but stupid people that's okay yeah I'm, I'm into it whenever i go to one of my screenings i always realize that my phone better be fairly well charged because i'm using it like during the shorts and during the feature i'm you know calling the wife and i got to use it to get an uber or lyft back home so i was at like 75 percent, and i'm like I should probably plug this fucker in. So I asked to plug it in, and he goes, "Oh, uh, my! It doesn't reach to the back. I should, since I drive Uber, I should probably have one that reaches to the back." I'm like, "Yeah, that'd be good." He's like, "Here, I'll just unplug mine, and you can have it in the front seat." The ride was like eight minutes long. I reminded myself nine times probably to not forget my mm. phone in the front seat. Mm. Uh, I forgot my phone in the front mm. seat. Get okay. out of the car. Thirty seconds after he's, I see, I could see him turning the corner away from me. I'm standing there with my big bag, and I'm like, "Fuck, I've never done this before." And there's nothing you could do because you don't have your phone. Nothing you can do. Which is the irony. I hate so this. I'm thinking, all right, it's this. plugged you into can't his even, thing. You can't even book a lime to chase him down because you don't have your phone to book the lime. It's 5.15. I was supposed to meet a bunch of... Uh, you got to do that cop thing where you run up to a car and just show them your badge and they let you out and commandeer follow their Follow that lift. They're like, uh, I only follow Ubers. I was supposed... I was supposed to meet a bunch of people uh, that were going to the screen early screening uh, at around 5.15, 5 o'clock, 5.15. But now I can't go into the bar because I've got to stay out in the corner and wait for this guy to come back. 
This is 5.15 in the afternoon, guys. I'm not going to go into the details. Luckily, a listener named Steve was there, and he really helped me out. Steve and Dimitri and I were hanging out watching for a while. Um, we're calling my phone over and over again on Steve's phone. The guy's not answering. I give Jillian, I call Jillian, I give her the scoop. So she's calling it nonstop. She talks to the guy at one point. I talk to the guy at one point, and he's giving me the run around. Long story short, he dropped it off at, I believe, 11 o'clock at night and demanded $40 for it. What? Yeah. $40. Like, he wasn't going to give it back to Steve until, like... I cannot believe this. What a fucking prick. I cannot believe this. So I gave the guy one star, and I... uh, I, I wrote the whole story out on his Good. little page. Good. What the? Just bring it, dude. Did they pay him forty dollars? Steve did, and then I give forty bucks to Steve. And now Steve might be lying. He was just looking for a quick way to make forty bucks. Ooh. But I oh. really don't. Oh. Bring us some oh. I really yeah, don't. Oh. Oh. That's a good Steve, move. A guy who did you nothing but favors. No. You just threw him under. I, know. I told him that he the time. might be. Did lying. you tell Lyft that you were extorted for your phone for forty dollars? This is Uber, and uh, Uber? I don't know how to tell them that. I don't know how. To, there's very little you, recourse. You need to somehow let them know. There's a support email. I I've, would. You know what? If I experienced it firsthand, I, I would. I'm not going to run to the bank with the second hand uh, information that I got from Steve. I'm assuming everything Steve was saying was true. But, you know, he, know, Steve sounds shitty. Steve said, I said, Steve, did he say, like, you know, give me $40? He's like, well, he was just, he was standing there talking to me in his car and he had his phone on the lap and he wasn't handing it to me. And I showed him a 20 and he still didn't hand it to me. And then I showed him two 20s and then he handed me the phone. I'm like, well, that's mm. really, really shitty. What and, the, and Steve was like, no, don't give me money. And I'm like, dude, there's no way you're. What was the accent of that gentleman? I couldn't tell. It might have been Indonesian. Might be how things are done in his country. Kirkstanistan, maybe? He was at church group at one point when he called Steve, or Steve called him and said, what's the deal? And he's like, I'm at my church group now. Hmm. What church is that? <laughs> uh, the maybe church that was of- an offering. Oh, and now here's my last bit. Mm. This is the best part. These I are bits? These are, well, best bit of this bit. Wait, these are bits? Do you see the Peppa Pig where uh, they go on vacation and she leaves her bear yes. on the plane? Yes, yeah, one of my favorite Who episodes. Who brings it back? The police. Yes. So I'm out front, right? The Italian police. One of the shorts is playing. And, and Daddy Pig goes, uh, uh, I'm sorry, officer. I don't know what I did, but I promise I won't do it, do it again. again. He does that three times. He gets a bit for that episode. Such a good episode. And he's driving on the wrong side of the road. I still Everyone's no honking at him. They're so and friendly. Like, and he's like, oh, they're so friendly. Everyone's saying hello. So um, because of that knowledge that I got from Peppa Pig, the cops bring lost items back. I was delighted when Cult of Corona was playing in the Clinton Theater. I was out front. Hoping to see my Lyft, my Uber driver come Clinton bring my theater? phone. Clinton Theater in, in Portland. And a cop rolls up, an SUV cop. Okay. And he, he looks all buttoned up and serious. And he just stops right on the corner. And he's staring like at the theater and me who's standing in front of the theater. And uh, I, I walk up. And I'm like, hey, man, what, what's up? Hoping that like, he's like, hey, I heard uh, a Lyft driver or Uber driver. Right? I stopped investigating the murder <laughs> that I was on because I heard someone had your phone. Hey, if I was an Uber driver, I'd be like, and I saw a cop in the area, I'd be like, hey, could you? Are you going over by this way? I don't know. And because Peppa Pig, and it's and it's wait, is this Portland or Seattle? Portland it might happen. In it Portland. might happen in Portland. Yeah. yeah. So the cops wearing his sunglasses. Portland's like the Portland cops like, fine, I'll stop brewing my small batch IPA. He looks. <laughs> he take- looks very serious. <laughs> stop playing with my beard. And he's staring at me, and then he rolls down his window. I'm like, and that's like, you know, to, for, yeah. to a pedestrian on the street, that's, that's like, the- you better come over and talk <laughs> to me. So I walk up, and I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And he goes, is there some kind of event going on here? I'm like, there's a movie. It's a movie theater. He's like, 
and I'm thinking, fuck, do I need permits? Like, oh, movie permits. Because I'm doing, I'm doing everything. I'm the Portland on my movie own here, right? Portland I'm doing movie theater. I'm calling these venues up. I'm doing the negotiation. I don't know what kind of things that yeah. the government might want me to do that I'm not doing. You I don't know. know. The penis cuffs or uh, the penis trap thing is illegal in Portland. So, so he says everything is everything is going all right over here, and I said, yeah. And he goes, no, no, no disturbance. I heard there was disturbance. So I'm like, no, what? And now I'm starting to get a little bit edgy with the cop, and I'm thinking, oh, God, I'm going to get edgy with the cop. He's like, 40 bucks, I'll make it go away. <laughs> he takes his sunglasses off, big smile crawls across his face. He's like, I'm a listener, just want to come by and say hi. I'm oh, like, no way! Officer Tim was his Holy name. I didn't shit. ask him what show he listens to or anything, but it was awesome. Wow, that's the best. That is it was pretty good. good. It he, was pretty good. He should have strung you along a little bit more, though. He should have cuffed you. He should have got out of the car and asked you to, like, sir, I'm going to need you to stand over here. He should have been, What like, if, though, what if then you did actually, like, escalate it into a problem, and now he's like, oh, fuck, what do I do? I have <laughs> he just he swung, just swung at me. Fuck, I was going to do oh, this little God. practical joke on this guy. Oh, now so terrible. It was, it was great. It was uh, it was oh, very it was a relief. He's, yeah. he's yelling Fluffernutter right as you <laughs> <laughs> right as you punch him right in the face. Fluffernutter crash. <laughs> Other cops see it, so there's nothing he can do. <laughs> I'm he a said, listener. It's okay. I'm like, oh dude, why don't you God. just park the thing? Come on in, watch the movie. He's like, I can't do that. You're he's like, like if you're out not? in that downtown Portland, though, I, I might run into you. That's my beat. Yeah. Did cops you tell in LA just sit around fucking you could parking least, lots of Seven Eleven for hours at a time? You could at least go get my phone. No, I I, yeah. I was so relieved that he didn't want to shake me down for any kind of permits, and that he was a listener <laughs> that I forgot all that about that. You were worried about the permits? No, mm. uh, but I, like I said, I don't know. He might not listen to this. This it's funny because I listen to a, a number of I, I I talk to a number of people at these screenings, and some of them have no idea who you guys are. Yeah, it's, what the it's weird. Fuck? Hey, uh, two of my uh, two uh, I only like did I've only done five of them, but two of the uh, therapy with my Corano calls um don't listen to the after they just listen, and I was like, yeah. that's so weird to me. <laughs> Like, how did you find my podcast? Uh, speaking of podcasts, that episode I did with yes, Avery, it's yes, out. It's out. So yes. if you want to hear about me talking about my first boner and oh, uh, yes. and Batman's ass. Oh, yeah. And, I uh, do want to hear that. And high uh, hear all that. energy dance songs. <laughs> nice. Oh, we got into a yeah. lot. Of, we got into a lot of things. Good. Good. What's it called? Invade the Decade. Invade the Decade. That sounds like a BH1 show. It does. It very yeah. much does. It is. Only it's not a VH1. We get into the name not making sense because like the episodes are based on a month and a year. So that's not really, you know, but I, I thought but it's a good I name. So what are you the basis the for the but show? But who are we to did? talk about yeah. naming? Yeah. Yeah. The, we're, we just judge other people for sh- for their show titles not mixing, yeah. not maxing out. Remember when that fuck that was running Loveline that was telling us how to do Loveline for a while? Bert? Kreischer. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bert but, Kleinman. Uh, and he's he, he was his first he got he ended up getting after disaster completely farly removed far, farly farly uh, separated from Loveline he he did uh, complete his mission but he was telling the big boss Norm Pattis who mm-hmm. hey! I was fairly close with at the time he was trying to get us removed from uh, having any kind of affiliation with Loveline and his first uh, his first moment his first point was he went to Norm behind my back. And said, "Hey, listen, Norm. We really got to get this after disaster show uh, what? away from um, uh, Loveline. It's hurting the brand, and um, it's just the name alone. It's 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 suggesting that that Loveline is a disaster, and they're the real show. They're calling it after the disaster." And Norm calls me up right right away, like, "Oh, wait, what are you calling the show after the disaster?" I'm like, "No, we are after disaster. We are the disaster after Loveline." So he's just making stuff up there to make his his point to get us removed. He I have a gun. Did. 
he eventually did get us removed mm-hmm. and uh you know i heard from norm himself he called me up and he's like uh, bert won't shut up for, about this he wants it not to have anything to do with love line he's afraid of the content he's afraid of lawsuits and all he was going on and on so i'm like all right thanks norm for letting me know personally i see bert later that day that fucking cunt and he's walking down the hall i'll never forget and i was walking with rich our friend rich mm-hmm. who worked over ran things was over bert there wearing his leather jacket bert was wearing his leather members only jacket <laughs> And he goes, oh, hi, Anderson. I heard they removed uh, the actors. Yeah. After I'm so, I'm so sorry weasel. to hear that. I'm so sorry. What's you. so annoying is like all they all they had to do was be like, hey, you know, we've been doing the retooling of the show and we just think you should take Loveline out of the title. Yeah. You can still do your thing. We'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah. fine. We don't give a shit. Yeah. And then when we moved over, <laughs> when we moved studios over to K-Rock, the first thing that Ann did first thing she did was she went to kevin weatherly who ran k-rock and like all of cbs radio at that point and she goes just to let you know uh anderson does podcasts and he uses uh, the studio a lot and he's probably gonna try and do that here just to let you know so like the first memo that went out was no one is to use the studio before loveline for any purposes other than loveline before Loveline. thanks thanks or after oh, it was in there yeah i think we oh, did it once or twice over we did there. it once or twice yeah, yeah. oh yeah, we did you're right fucking pricks man there's so many pricks in the world it's i feel like, like why why the show is kind of is keeping or at least was keeping the kind of like a pirate radio like mm-hmm. legacy alive we're like we're scraping by getting it done where we could yeah we still do keeping boxes of cockroaches from the man all right so you want to open our, our gifts from zoe yep. uh, yes can you describe the uh, the packaging oh, yeah it, it looks like mine a it appears mine bag. is a green bag with a money symbol on the outside nope it does not look like that it's at like all. it was at one point a paper bag that has been folded and affixed but with... But the artwork on the front uh, with the blood yeah, dripping metallic, in there. It, it looks, looks, looks like tape that oh, ma- yes. NASA would use. I was just going to say that. It's, it's like NASA Because I watched The Last Man on the Moon last night. What's that? And I've got NASA on the brain. And uh, it says, to Tai Tai, and that there's blood on my name, which makes mm-hmm. me feel like I'm about to be giving my skull to Anderson. Yes. Can I have your skull? So these are shirts. And we all have the, the same shirts now, but are, we have names on the back of Whoa. them. Wait a minute. Does it does it tingle any memories uh-huh. for you? Uh-huh. It's an eagle. It's an eagle, and it's got blood in his eyes. <laughs> the blood, the bloody, e- bloody, the blood-eyed eagles. I fucking well, love it. I you guys love remember it. the blood-eyed what eagles? Was the blood-eyed eagles. It's tickling something in, deep in my brain. It's Anderson's child. Gang. You remember that? Yes, that is dad. I can't believe Mike remembers and not you. Ted. Oh, it's our gang. So my game. dad, when I was like seven or eight, yeah. my dad wanted me to be tough so badly because he yeah, was... Yeah, this he, is tight. I actually love this shirt, and I am actually going to wear this shirt. We all have to... Well, the next time we do a live show, we got to wear these on stage together. How'd you together. know I was a large? Wow. Thank you, she Zoe. She may have asked a while ago. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, just to remind the listener who might not remember, my dad, who was obviously picked on a lot as a, as a child, he was a little runt, and uh, he was terrified of his, his firstborn son being picked on or not being tough enough. So he was always uh, trying to toughen me up. And one of the things that he did when I was maybe seven, maybe eight years old is he got Harley Davidson uh, shirts, iron on shirts for me and all my friends in our neighborhood. And he created a gang for me to be in called the Blood Eyed Eagles. Remember, he got his helmets and everything. He, he spent way too much money on it. And we rode our bikes around for a couple didn't days. know that most gangs don't have helmets. Wearing helmets and our shirts. And we were the Blood Eyed Eagles. My dad named them. Named, uh, gave the moniker. Uh, it was great. You know, you know what the truth would be if you had blood-eyed eagles. They'd just be crashing all the time because I can't see. Terrible. Yeah, there's blood in my the eyes. The blood-eyed eagles. So these are pretty sweet shirts. Right? I, what color is yours? I think it's black. Because uh, black. I or love no, this huh? shirt. I didn't know that they were all different colors until you opened them. This is a I great wanna, wanna shirt. So thank you very much, Zoe, for a very, very kind, thoughtful, very yep. kind. 
She was yeah. also the one that drew in pencil uh, me looking like a droog. Uh, I think I showed you guys that picture yes. a while ago. I look like I'm uh, a droog on acid with about 30 extra pounds. <laughs> Jillian loves to look at it because she says it's like a different version of me in the universe. She thinks it's, uh, she says it does something to her soul when she looks at it. She <laughs> loves it. Zoe, very, very talented artist. Yeah. So thank I mean, you, I guess Zoe. This is some sort of stencil with a fabric paint. Very cool. I can hardly wait till we wear these shirts together. Somewhere. We're gonna have to do a live show now just so we can wear the shirts, or we could just take a photo. We don't have to do the show. Oh, oh yeah, I feel we like we've got to do the show though. Hmm. Yeah. Is it gonna be a Blood Eyed Eagle themed show? Right, I'll book a live show. We got to book a live show. Yeah, I'll book it. All right, this is a very long episode, especially because of the uh, the ums and the oohs that we did in the middle of the show. Well, hmm. I'm gonna spend seven hours taking all that shit out, make sure this baby's flawless. <laughs> 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 all right. Good times. Good times. Thanks, guys, for uh, making this work in your schedule. I'm talking to you, Mike and Ty Ty. Um, Thank you, guys. And and the usual follow me on Instagram announcement. Follow at Mike Toronto on Twitter up. and Instagram. But you can. You can follow me at Tyler Ruins Radio on Instagram, at yeah. Tyler Ruins TV on Twitter. Oh, yep. uh, when are we going to start sending out the uh, thumb drives? I don't I care about Twitter, I but I care about Instagram. But that's all that's stopping me. I got, I got envelopes. Great. Give me envelopes. I got a bunch of like a uh, little little. So let's. Why don't you? Uh, you should have brought some over. All right, next week bring like a handful over for. Uh, we'll throw them up. We'll throw them up, and we will each send. Or one of us can just do all the uh, out of country ones, and those are the toughest by yeah. far. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah. 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 Maybe we can just yeah. not yeah. do it. <laughs> no, we'll be sending the thumb drives very very. Keep soon. Keep doing what we've been doing. Just yep. not do it. All right, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, keep it moving. And, um, uh, 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 uh unlistenable, uh, right? Uh, it's one of the worst shows we've done in a while. Is this the worst show we ever? Uh,